little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. All right, all right, and hey, 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 welcome to Big Show number 239. Wow. Uh, my name is Mao, you're listening to Bunch of Dorks, and yay for all of that. This is the podcast that practices just-in-time podcasting, in that I'm late. Uh, I try to do one, I try to get these up uh, <clears throat> and done over the weekend so I can uh, upload them and get them all t- nice and tidy. So you can sit there at, in your cubicle on Wednesday and re- be rest assured that Wednesday night you will get your BOD and Thursday morning in the cubicle. It's off to the races, but I'm sorry to say I'm a one day behind. I will try to be more prompt in the future, but I can't promise anything because <clears throat> that's the way the podcasting world is. Um, got to really, I, I got to thinking a little bit um, that my topic today is going to be. Uh, uh, putting yourself out there, and that is kind of like exposing yourself. Um, I'll talk about why, what led into that, and all that that type of thing. But I was just thinking about the world of podcasts, and um, recently, because because I do, uh, well, you can find us at bunchofdorks.com. Um, go there, and there's three different buttons. There's Slow Robot Agogo, which is my uh, uh, B movie podcast review, which I, I would love to have you guys check that out. Um, you can also click on a button for Two Dimension Podcast, which is a podcast I don't have anything to do with, but there it's it's all my friends. Uh, a lot of friends uh, run that one. So if you like uh, the funny books or comic books as they're currently called, then uh, check them out. It's, that's called Two Dimension Podcast. Uh, very funny guys. And then uh, and then there's of course the third button, which is Bunch of Dorks. That's me. Um, <clears throat> the um, I listen to a lot of uh, movie podcasts to kind of um, just keep a, my finger on the pulse of different movies. Like, like, like if you do a podcast about something, you're kind of accepting responsibility to at least stay fairly current or at least know the content. You know, um, it would really be a disservice to those listening if I didn't care that much about movies and I just sat down and turned the turned the recorder on. And then it's not a recorder, but you know what I'm saying. Turn on the, the the big red record button and not know anything about movies. So there was this one mo- there was this one podcast that seemed to be fairly popular. Um, and that's the other thing about podcasts: you never really know how popular or, or, or unpopular they are because it's all smoke and mirrors. Uh, there's not many people making any money on podcasting. And uh, this podcast had some followers, and then it went away. And um, it just literally stopped they yanked down every episode they yanked everything down they, i mean they like completely stopped and then there was this big oh you know maybe they got a cease and desist or maybe something like there was all this conjecture and they came back and did like a farewell show and and it turned out that they basically, basically were just like eh you know we got tired of it and after reading all of the outcry and outpouring of oh i wish they wouldn't have gone away one, I realized I'm not very popular. Two, I also realized that, um, you know, I'm much more dedicated to this. When I start a project, I just keep it going. 
than the average person. You know, there's not, like I said, there's no fame, fortune, or money here. So just sitting down and doing this for just to be um, out there and to talk to, to you guys and to provide uh, free entertainment, it's um, it's a pretty, it's a fair, it's fairly hard to keep them going. And, um, and that was a very distinct example of just how easily they come and go. Because I, sometimes I'll go out trolling and looking for different podcasts and they're just, all the links are dead or, you know, it takes a while. If you just type in like, you know, say B-Movie Podcast, um, you know, half of them are going to be years old. There was only five episodes and you know, that kind of thing. It just, uh, it's a lot harder than people think. And... And that's going to kind of parlay into my topic of the day is things are a lot harder than most people think. And in this day and age of social media <clears throat> and forums and chat rooms, it is very easy for people to just rip somebody down uh, because they because one, they don't like it, two, they're jealous of it, or three, they don't um, they don't even listen. They just want to be mean. That seems to be very popular is just going out there and just being mean, uh, you know, and as soon as you do something, <clears throat> you know, that you're, like, kind of in the public eye, even if it's just on a low level, like a podcast or a, or like a, we used to do the, the uh, Dub 420 TV show. I did a TV show for about seven years on public access down here in Florida. And, um, you know, get ready. You're going to have people telling you that you're this, you're stupid, you suck, you're horrible, you know. You get some adoration. Or you get some people saying, oh, man, I really laughed. I really thought it was funny. But you get a ton, a ton, a ton of just just people kicking you down. They just want to take you down. They don't want to... Nobody... The, the flavor of humanity right now is not to lift people up and to support people. It's all about just tearing people down, making sure that they, you know, that they can keep putting somebody down. And that's a really sad thing because I think... Um, either, you know, like that keeps a lot of people from trying things. Because trust me, you're going to fall down a hell of a lot of times. The idea is to get up one more time than you've fallen down. You know, that's kind of like a way I try to live. But sometimes it's hard, man. You know, it's really just rough. And you look around and you're like, I got no support. I got no one that cares. I got nothing. You know, you just kind of feel like you're just just, you're just struggling uphill battles your whole life, you know. And uh, <clears throat> I try to always be positive. I try to always... I put the the best foot forward, as they say, and it, it, that's not an easy thing. Trust me. Um, I just recently had a... I guess it's a failure on one level. I'll talk about that after a music break. We're going to jump in... We're going to jump to a music break, and then I'm going to talk about this weekend's fiasco, which was a win in one respect and a loss in another respect. So uh, I'll be right back. Um, yep, I'm going to drop in some music, and I'll be right back. Hey, butthead, how come, like, some stuff sucks, but then, like, some stuff is pretty cool? Uh, well, if nothing sucked and, like, everything was cool all the time, <laughs> then it's like, how would you know it was cool? <laughs>
I was saying balloons. All right, very groovy indeed. That was Mika Bomb. The uh, first one was uh, Garage Superstars. Very good. And the second one was Never Gonna Push Me Around. Uh, Mika Bomb, I think they're in the UK. Um, of course, they're, I think, they're well, they're Japanese. But I think they grew up in Japan. Then they they lived in the UK. I haven't heard, I haven't talked to them for quite some time. I really should check up. Um, they were very supportive. They they let us use their music for the t- for the TV show, and 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 we've been playing them on a bunch of dorks or um yeah on a bunch of dorks for many years. So uh, I hope you dug them. I will of course be putting the links to all the bands in the show notes. So if you go to bunchofdorks.com, click on the bunch of dorks button. If you really dig one of these bands that you hear on uh, on on air, check them out. You know, go to their page. Let them know that you let them know that you care. Or let them know that you think they're groovy. Because uh, sometimes that's all it takes is a little bit of yay to 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 push out all the negative that you hear day in and day out. And boy, you really do get bombarded with negativity. <clears throat> okay, so a uh, quick story about like my win and loss, like I said. Um, I had a excess of stuff around my house. And I'm like, you know, I really want to sell this. I want to get, you know, just sometimes you just, it's not so much about making money. But it is about like clearing stuff out, clearing. It's kind of a cleansing to get rid of lots of clutter and junk to keep the house uh, that you live in as as neat and tidy as you can. Um, and I have plenty, so <clears throat> I was like, okay, well, uh, maybe I should organize a community yard sale. Okay, this seems like a fairly straightforward thing. Um, I'll, you know, I I made up flyers and I went around and put them on every door saying, hey, and this was a couple weeks ago, saying, hey, if you, you know, why not, why don't we all chip in together, we all put our stuff out, because most every house has lots of excess of junk or whatever, um, and I put my email on it and said, you know, hey, if you want to do this, get, you know, shoot me an email, let me know, so I have a guesstimate of how many houses, blah, 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 and uh, I just, and I, I walked up and down the canvas, the whole area with these little, you know, these flyers, so people knew, and I, and there was a contact information, very straightforward, kind of everyone wins kind of scenario <clears throat> that's one of my problems I see very positive things when I'm when I'm envisioning projects or when I'm thinking about doing something um, I kind of try to grab hold of the the happy path as they call it the good you know the, the best scenarios I, I I'm not naive I understand the pitfalls of, of everything I try but if you if you over like if you concentrate on the negative, you'll never do anything in life. You know, um, I remember a long time ago I wanted to uh, <clears throat> I had aspirations to start up a uh, t-shirt silk screening thing, and uh, one or t- I had I had checked around with one or two people. Hey, you want to do this? You want to try this? Want to do this? Because um, I'm I'm pretty good with graphics, and uh, one of the one of the people I was trying to get in on it with basically had us you know, turned around and, and being sued by people before we even did silkscreen one, like how I saw only the, the good things or the, the positive stuff. The person I was, I was, I was working on doing this with was nothing but, Oh my God, the world's going to end. And, and he saw only the bad things about stuff. That's not necessarily bad, but you can pretty much rest assured. You're never going to get the, you're never going to get the horse out of the gate. If you, um, if you don't, you know, dig your spurs in. Wow. I know, sorry. That was a very that was a really out there kind of uh idiom. So okay, so here I am and I'm I'm 
I put the stuff out, and I do the uh, the Craigslist stuff where I put it out on Craigslist saying, hey, you know, community yard sale, come on by. Well, blurry-eyed blurry day of, I'm putting signs out. I had handmade wooden signs, really nice signs, actually, and went out, and, and I really kind of promoted this thing. <clears throat> Nothing. Oh, oh, wait, 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 before that, the week before that, um, there's like a small elbow of a, of houses, like, you know how, like, a, there's a road, a T, and then, like, there was, like, an elbow road that connects, you know, like, it's almost like, it's like 12 houses, you know, but, like, by, when I say elbow, I don't mean, like, a cul-de-sac, I mean, like, there, there's a main road, and then my road comes off of that, and then there's one that kind of makes, like, an L to join it, you know, so, I get an email from this, this, somebody on that in that on that road and they're like oh you know what what house do you live on this road and i'm like well i live i give my address and i was like you know i live catty corner to you guys <clears throat> to you oh well you know we have a housing association and we're planning on having our own and you know you really shouldn't don't put they were kind of just saying hey we're better than you don't put you know things on our doors uh and i was like and first of all i was like well you have a housing association for 12 houses mm, don't don't nuzzle me up the power that you have hold over me is incredible, but I was like, "What a bunch of dicks," you know. So that was the first thing that pushed me down. Where and, and I wrote back something. I have a way of like wording things that they're more biting. You know, I was like, "Oh well, I kind of thought this would be a nice way to build a community, but if you guys want to be, be your own people, that's fine too." Um, I, I I just said the power of a community is better than blah blah blah, and I just had some flowery bullshit just to make them. Like I said, just to dig a little bit, you know. But now fast forward to that day, nothing. Just just me and and, and nobody else. And I was like, oh, my God. And then people start showing up and they're like, I thought this is a community yard sale because they're seeing the fly or they're seeing the stuff on Craigslist. And I felt bad. I mean, I, I didn't like it. I didn't cop to it. I was like, oh, I thought we all we, I thought we were all going to be doing this stuff the whole the whole road. Um, there was two other houses, so I don't mean I don't mean it was a total wash, but it wasn't like a community thing. So throughout the day, I did sell just about everything. I made lots of money, so that was the win part of it. But the lose loss part of it was I was like, well, I'll never try that again. I'll never help a neighbor. I'll never consider anyone in this area anything other than just a home that's there. Like the letdown part of it like outweighed anything where I was just like, well, this isn't even a community. I don't even care about anyone on this road now. And it wasn't like a slap in the face to me directly, but like, again, you put yourself out there, you, you're you seeing the good things. You're trying to get something to happen. And when it misses, it kind of stings a little bit. And that's where the sting was. And I was just like, well, now I don't even care. I'll never help a person on this road. I mean, you're like, and that's a net, that's a very bad way of thinking about life. But I mean, that's the slight, I kind of carry slights with me for a long time. Like, if somebody does something wrong to me, one of my mental problems, not mental problems, but one of my bad parts of me, of my personality is, I'm kind of like a cat in that if you're an enemy of somebody, of me, you're going to be my enemy f until I'm dead, and then even tw 10 minutes after I'm dead, I'm going to still hate you, you know. So that's kind of a sad thing. But, eh, whatever. And like I said, it's win-loss. I, I still walked away with money in my pocket, a good chunk, and, and all the clutter was gone, so yay for that. All right, uh, let's go to another music break, and I'll be back with some more musings about putting yourself out there. Bob Barker reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or new. Bye-bye. 
Hi, little fella. How are you doing today? Fine. How are you? I'm super. Thanks for asking. All right. That was Snickle Fritz with Chester Copperpot and then DUI. Uh, I almost put in Space Party, and then I was thinking about you know what I'd say coming out of the break, and I was like, wait a minute. I think I did that in the week on the second my second show back, and sh- I went and looked in, this, in my old show notes, and sure enough, Space Party was already represented, so I dropped in our friend Snickle Fritz. Hope you dug them. Again, their links will be on uh, on my page notes. Damn, I just sneezed. So yeah, on the on the show notes. Sorry. So if you click on the show, they'll be in there. Uh, you might be picking us up on like, I think uh, the show goes through live on iTunes. It also uh, goes through, I think, Stitcher. I really should look into some of these things that I think are happening because <laughs> maybe they're not. Uh, I think, I, but I did double check to make sure that the link was still valid for iTunes. So yay for that. Um, so yeah. Now some of the other ways. Um, this is away from me now, and just talking about you know being out there, being in the public's eye. I often think of um, the scrutiny that like uh, professional sports people have. Um, one of the biggest debacles like in recent memory where the hounding and like the t- constant being cut down was uh, Brett Favre. Now I'm not a Green Bay fan. I mean I'm not not a Green Bay fan. I you know, but whatever. Um, Brett Favre was a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers and he was very good. He had his flaws. You know, he would he would risk more than most, but that was the way he played the game, and he did it very well. He was an Iron Man. He was very well regarded for many, many years. Now, um, Green Bay decides that it's time to cut ties, which sports teams often do, and that is always a traumatic time for the face of a franchise or someone that's made a lot of impact there. You know, uh, uh, Peyton Manning leaving the... the um, Colts is another example, or or Brian Urlacher now not not playing for uh, the Bears anymore. Now he's retired, so it's a little bit different because everyone still remembers him as in his glory. In your his you know he's your team, man. You know he's yeah. But a lot of these guys go to other teams. Peyton Manning is having a hell of a year as a Denver Bronco. Brett Favre left Green Bay, and I think where was it first? It was like the Jets. I think it was the Jets, and then it was Minnesota. And Minnesota, but I could be like wrong about the chronology. I just remember how vilified he was, and how people were just like, "Oh, just hang it up." Like everyone start went from saying, "Oh, you know, uh, we love Brett Favre," to now they were saying like, "Oh, he's too old. He should hang it up. He should." And that's where I kind of say, "Hey, now wait a minute. How how are you saying hang it up? You should retire." Uh, the teams are still hiring him. The teams are still actively pursuing him. You know, like, like he has the physical skills. Otherwise, they wouldn't ask him. He's in a position where he's the best available option for them. So who is Monday quarterback guy to say you shouldn't be playing football anymore? You know, and you see it a lot. Oh, they should retire. Oh, he should retire. Oh, Hulk Hogan should hang up his tights. You know, hey... That's their living. You're telling somebody they shouldn't do what they've done for 40 years because you think they're too old or you think they don't have what what it takes to what what it takes to be there anymore. Uh, yet they're still there and they're still doing what they did. So 
it's kind of a change of perspective, and it's one of those things where they are out there in the spotlight, and every little thing they do gets picked apart and picked apart and picked apart, and it's kind of, it's kind of sad in that in that respect where nobody has like faith anymore, and I don't mean like religious faith. I mean no one has faith that okay maybe Brett Favre didn't work in the, in the Jets organization because you know, look at it's the Jets, but you know he was doing pretty good in Minnesota. You know, what it, it, it was was it his glory days? No, but it's a 38-year-old quarterback. Of course, he's not throwing it like this, his third year out of out of college. You know, what I mean, like, but and that's the other thing I notice again because a lot of the internet is all and forums especially are just painting with the broadest possible brush. Um, you know, where they don't, there's no like real knowledge applied, or no one says, well. You know, Minnesota obviously thinks he's still good enough, so he probably is good enough. No one has faith. Everyone thinks there's somebody better out there. Well, they've they've looked at their options, especially at that level. My God, you know, the the money that changes hand in the world of foot of professional football is more astronomical than anyone can fathom. They've weighed their options. <laughs> they want to win. They you know they know they're looking at everything that they can and they have many many talented people to pour over stats and pour over things. So those years where he came back, maybe he didn't look great. He was pretty much better than whatever else was out there. So you know you don't. I just get really um, people turn on a dime when it comes to uh, like the president or like or 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 sports stars or whoever. You know there's no give and that's kind of disheartening uh as a society i see it mostly with americans but i think it's all i mean i'm not going to bash america i think it's all humanity you know just wallows in in self-importance and 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 hatred of fellow man where i don't know if maybe the maybe the history books have like uh you know kind of portrayed it a lot humanity a lot nicer than it is you know, maybe it was always this this wretched. It's it's just you didn't have a you didn't have a, a hundred or two hundred people on a forum t- openly being how stupid they are. You know, maybe that's the difference. I don't know. I gotta try and think of something in my little pea brain to be a little bit more uh, m- more upbeat because you know I'm gonna drop in some more music and then I'm gonna come back for the finisher and you know you don't want to end on a down note. You're gonna start thinking, oh my god, this guy's just a downer. And I'm not really. Um, that was just my topic of the day. It was just one of those things where it was kind of. Because of me putting myself out there with that, in you know, with the community yard sale, really had me kind of reflecting on it for a couple of days, and and uh, and that was something I wanted to share with you guys, with the listeners. So, all right, I'm gonna dr- I'm gonna drop in some music, and I'll be right back. Hello, this is Cammy from Street Fighter Four. You're listening to Bunch of Dorks. Do I have to say dot com? Yes. Okay, I'll do it again. Here we go. Take two. <clears throat> Hello, this is Cammy from Street Fighter Four, and you're listening to Bunch of Dorks dot com.
attention. All right. That first uh, bit was Caitlin Glass, who played uh, Cammy in the Street Fighter 4 video game. I was privileged enough to meet her at one of the Comic-Cons many years ago, and um, she was very lovely. She took the time, did a did an interview with me for the Bunch of Dorks, which um, I have on, I have in my sound effects. I should drop that in one of these times to let you guys listen. And then following that was um, Psycho Sanchez Supergroup with num- uh, track number 15, Cerveza, uh, one of my favorites, that's beer, and the number si- track number 16, Zombie Style. So again, check those out. They'll be in the show notes. Psycho Sanchez Supergroup. So, yay. Uh, boy. It's, uh, yeah. I, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to come back with something positive. And, yeah, dead air. That's not positive at all, is it? That's kind of dumb. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, this week and this last couple week or week and a half has been kind of a blur. Um, had a had some real bad, uh, real real tough shakeups where I work, um, and that kind of stuff. Even though you you hope it doesn't affect you. Um, it always ends up affecting you in some way or another, and, and, and I feel very tired lately, you know, and, um, it's just, uh, the, it's affected me a little bit more than I thought it would. This last week and a half, I've kind of been dragging ass. I'm, I'm doing my best to, to put, you know, to, to work hard and, and, you know, not let things affect me, but, uh, oof, it just does, you know, and, uh, hopefully brighter days are ahead but again, who knows? You never know. Um, I guess that's gonna be it for this week. You know, it's it's a short show. I guess I I'm gonna have to drop in another song or two, um, just because I ran out of topic. You know. Um, eh. Yeah. So okay, I guess that is it. Uh, I'm gonna drop in a, a song to play me out. And again, thanks for listening. I will uh, come back next week re-energized and strong, I promise. Maybe I'll record when I'm drinking some of those cerveza, and God knows that will be a mess. So I probably won't do that, but maybe I will. I don't know. I I've, I learned I learned my lessons early on in podcasting, too. If you get drunk on air, you just sound like an ass, uh, more so. I hope, hope I don't sound too much like an ass, but uh, I learned some very painful lessons, some that uh, sting a little bit to this day, where I was kind of easy fodder, for those uh, the uh, other people in the podcast so yeah lesson learned and I don't do that anymore even uh, even with I don't think even by myself I should have a you know any beer because uh your inhibitions lower when you've when you've drank enough and then you just sound and act stupid and that's forever I guess they always say the internet is forever which I don't really believe that statement that's kind of an arrogant statement you know, like oh, like this. The phrase is something like you know, if it's out on the internet, then that means it's it's forever. I was like, well, I've seen some YouTube clips that have like five or six viewings. That's not forever. I mean, you know, I understand the concept of it, and yeah, that's neat to say. Like, oh, if you put something up there, it's gonna be there forever. Well, nothing's forever. You know, uh, the big asteroid will hit one day, and our forever will be con- shortened by a by a great amount. Uh, you know, they, uh, that's, that's one of those things where I, and I, I won't want, to be honest, I won't mind it. Um, if, if it did happen in my lifetime, that'd be kind of 
kind of cool actually because you know many people just kind of live and die and and become dust or in the wind as they say but can you imagine if you were like the last generation you know like you were on earth and you were like oh well that is it you know you you were around to the end you could like say oh I was the one of the last ones and that'd be that'd be okay too I don't think it's going to be that way I don't believe that at all but you never know if it happens I will uh listen to some psycho psycho sanchez supergroup pop open a cerveza and then do the zombie style <laughs> that's not true at all <laughs> i'll cry like a baby no that's not you know you never know you never know what you're going to do in the face of adversity uh, i do have a pinball machine i think uh, if if the asteroid was coming towards the earth and probably just uh you know put on a good group put in a good album fire up the pinball machine have a beer and you know, say goodbye. What are you gonna do? You know, but all right. Well, and then with the, on that on that uplifting note, yeah. Wow, you're gonna be like this guy sucks. Uh, on that uplifting note, I will say goodbye until next week. I'm gonna play out. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put in one more uh, from Psycho Sanchez. Or should I do? I'll, you know what? I'll end with the. Um, I, I teased it. I'm gonna put in the. I'll put in the Caitlin Glass interview where she talks about her time uh, being Cammy on Street Fighter uh, 4, the voice work for it. And, uh, you know, so we'll play her out. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. And I will be back next week. And I'll try and be more prompt for my Wednesday drop dates. See y'all next time. Okay. You're here with oh, Bunch. Hi. He's like interviewing me. And I'm like, got my hands in my pants. And stuff. <laughs> That's a good interview. We'll edit that out in post. All right. <laughs> Awesome. You're here with bunchofdorks.com, and we are a bunch of dorks, and I am the the king of loving Street Fighter. And I saw you were here. I'm here. So tell us about what you did for Street Fighter. I play Cammy in Street Fighter 4. One of the many beautiful ladies in Street Fighter that uh, gets a lot of attention on the internet. I, I think it's because her butt hangs out. Possibility. Yes. So, what, how, what did you do for that? Or, or tell us about the process. Yeah, the process, if you don't mind. Okay, well, I knew uh, the head of the company that dubbed the game into English mm -hmm. and uh, also knew the director. So, they asked me and some other fellow voice actor friends out in Texas, actually, if we would audition. Yeah, but it was very hush hush. Like, it, when the auditions came, it said nothing about Street Fighter 4. All it was is whatever you, this is that you're receiving, you may not speak about it with anyone. I'm like, okay. So I auditioned for, uh, as soon as I opened it, I'm like, what is this about? And it said, I can't remember what they called Chun-Li, but it wasn't Chun-Li. And then I scroll down and see her picture. Well, also some of the things that she yelled, like spinning bird kick and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, is this Street Fighter 4? Like I was, <laughs> I was really freaking out. So I got her, uh, Sakura and Kami, which was called uh, By the Book British Fighter. Yes. And um, I was too intimidated by Chun-Li. I didn't audition and it was horrid, um, in my opinion. I auditioned for Sakura, and I do anime mostly, uh -huh. so I'm like, Japanese schoolgirl, I can do that. Yeah. So Done. I, I felt really comfortable with hers, yeah. and then it, it comes time for Kami, and I thought, you know, my friend's company is out in L.A. All these L.A. actors who are really British yeah. are going to audition. I'm like, there's no way. They're going to be, no be so mad when I bump no them. no way I'm getting this. <laughs> 
So I just did like the best that I could, not thinking that I would get anything at all because it's Street Fighter right. 4. And then when I got called and told that I was going to be Cammy of all people, I'm like, you're kidding. That's, yes. that's not true. <laughs> and, and it totally was. And so um, a few months later, I flew out to L.A. and in one day we recorded all of Cammy and her lovely Britishness. That's so. awesome. Now, do you have a website? That, or a, I do. A, My website is CaitlinGlass.com. C-A-I-T-L-I-N Glass.com. I think you've done that before. Okay. Well... Uh, we do a podcast, and my, the, the studio, I've pretty much turned it into a shrine for Street Fighter. Oh, awesome. I, I'm sorry to say mostly Chun-Li, but, that's you know, okay. that's She's okay. Awesome. Yeah. Would you mind doing a promo for BunchOfDorks.com in Cammy's voice? No, I do not mind at all. So, right now... You're listening to BunchOfDorks.com. Right. Okay. And then at the end... Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then flip over and smash my head into right. the ground, like... Okay. Hello, this is Cammy from Street Fighter 4. You're listening to Bunch of Dorks. Do I have to say .com? Yes. Okay, I'll do it again. Here we go. Take two. <clears throat> Hello, this is Cammy from Street Fighter 4, and you're listening to Bunch of Dorks.com. Cannon Spike! So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Just say .com. That's the perfect character.